Headphones on. Headphones on. Ready to go. Comedy. Off. <laughs> Comedy what? Comedy off, because I'm not funny. <laughs> Welcome to Trapdoor to Hell, episode 57. 57 of the Hardworking Man's Podcast. Ugh. Oh yeah, we're hardworking men. I've got a job. Yeah, he does. Your boy Travis? is now employed by Amazon. He is an Amazon worker. I'm How's an that? Amazonian. No, I that's don't. what they call it. No, that's I, exactly what they call it. So you're a big woman, is what you're saying? Because that's what an Amazonian, <laughs> Amazonian is. Everybody out there, Travis, big Wonder woman. woman, right? Yes. Is she an Amazonian? Yes, big woman. So how is working at Amazon, pal? Give the deets. It's all right. <laughs> and those were the deets. <laughs> I mean, it's not much to say. Yeah. A lot of boxes. You say it best when you say nothing at all. <laughs> when you say nothing at all. Nice. Uh, so if I feel, fun. if I seem a little dragged out, uh, I'm working, working night shifts. Nine to five. Working on the night shift, baby. How many songs can we quote in this intro? <laughs> I got, can keep going. We've got though. three so far. <laughs> I can never, I, I won't stop, dude. I'll just uh, keep on Yeah, going. so if I seem a little bit off, that's the reason I just woke up from my from my my slumber. Yeah, we'll say that. Trying to get reason. this podcast in. And by the way, too, I just realized right when I sat down and opened up my laptop, I've been so busy with training and stuff with through them. I forgot to uh, do. I forgot to do my our uh, usual Facebook post of the scores of last week's review. Um, what did we review last week? I don't remember. Oh, Hold up. Christ Hold up. I'll pull it. I'll pull it. We reviewed Once Upon a Time in the West, Airheads, Grave Encounters. Grave, Grave Encounters, Encounters was the, was big, the one. Was, was the, the big main review. one. I forget. Yes. I might actually. I might have actually done it. Look at that. That's how tired he is. He doesn't remember if he did something or not. But uh, I will try and get that. I didn't post it. I know that for sure. I'll try to get that out to you guys. Sorry, you know, been slipping on it, but yeah, I did. I did make it. Looks I did like make it. I didn't post it. But, oh, actually, I can. I can Look at that, post up. this with the the stuff from today. I think it's the pocket. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyways, what's new with you? What's new with me? Nothing. I didn't. I didn't start working at Amazon. Yes. Been playing a lot of Call of Duty. Yes. That's, well, that's that was it. my life before as well. Yes. So got, my life doesn't change. Your life keeps <laughs> on keeping on. Um. Last Sunday, or this past Sunday, we had a 21st birthday. Shh, shh, quarantine. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Uh, we all stood six feet apart from each other in our backyard, so yeah, it was like a, like a quarantine uh, celebration for uh, Curveball and Chair Shots. Brother, brother of podcasts, Curveball and Chair brother Shots. Brother of podcasts. Brother of that podcast, Big Daddy, Josh Tanguma. So happy 21st, buddy. I know you're out there listening. You're waiting for a birthday shout out on the podcast, but other than that, nothing. I do absolutely. Hey, your nothing. boy cooked up wings. Travis did cook up some good wings. His usual uh, good stuff. Yeah. Very nice. Great success. Great success. Yes. Great very success. Very nice. Great success. Oh god. Speaking of food, for anybody who doesn't know, if you're not a big go to Safeway guy, you gotta go to Safeway and get the <laughs> soups. I love their jambalaya there. 
Not a big go to Safeway guy. Go to Safeway. <laughs> get, get the soups, man. I'm telling you. They sell them. You can buy them in a the smaller container and a bigger container. Uh, Already pre, you know, pre uh, wrapped up for you. Get the jambalaya. Uh, Hardy hooked me up and told me to put cheese in it. I didn't know that it was a. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. They have. I hear they have good. Uh, all, all the soups over there are pretty good. So they do wing. They do uh, five dollar wings on Friday. I don't eat their, I don't eat that stuff. It's it's decent. I mean, their sandwiches are good. Sandwiches are alright. Some some places don't have the bread that I like. What is the bread that you like? It's like a cheese. Kind of like the um the the rolls that I get the not they're not Kaiser are they brioche buns? Uh, maybe the Kaiser brioche bun, but but they have baked on cheese to them. I get the same bread from <laughs> the same bread that's like that from Subway. Yeah, it's just and everywhere it goes. I, I love bread because when I make it like a cold cut <sighs> or something like that, a cold cut when I get a Subway, I get my stuff toasted, so I put cheese on it, but. When I get a cold, throw some cut, cheese on that bitch. When I get bitch. a cold cut, I don't like cold five cheese sauce. on my sandwich. Yes. <laughs> five sauce. <sorry. laughs> Just saying. Um, that's a, that's like a not a real song, but it is a real song. Okay, it's no, a song on a song. I vote counts. <laughs> um, so I don't. Yeah. So I don't like cold cuts. So I like when it's baked into the bread. It gives me that cheese texture or that cheese taste. Oh. Like that cold cheese texture on my sandwich. Oh, yeah. <sighs> touching myself to the intro of this podcast. Touching later. me, touching cold cuts. <laughs> so I'm supposed to touch you and touch the cold cuts? Six, dude. Oh, Don't dude. you ever do food play in the bed? Oh yeah. I just got this text right now from a seven one four number. Men in U.S. are gaining back their erections with this miracle pill endorsed by celebs. Better than Viagra. Test for. Test for free, Tyler. And then send me a link. <laughs> gonna, have to put the, gonna have to put that in the bookmarks for later. Spe- speaking of touching myself. How do you get texts from that? I don't know. Do you I, get those often? I'd say Are they probably, trying to tell you something? I'd say probably about like once or twice a week, maybe. <laughs> maybe once or twice every two weeks. Uh, you know what? At least it's just getting your erection back and not enlarge your penis in three steps. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't get enlarge your penis in three steps. Never gotten any of those. Yeah, I don't know. I get random. I get those random texts. All- you don't get those? I just figured everybody got those. No, I never <laughs> get texts from that. Oh. Everybody gets. Oh. Yeah, I get random texts like that. You know what, actually, random, Laura, random, Laura gets them. So random advertising. <laughs> <laughs> For like the same Ow. thing, like penis enlargement and three easy steps? No, it's, all, it's my bad. I use her email address for all my Pornhub accounts. Oh, that's, yeah. I don't like the spam. <laughs> she, still, like- she still doesn't get it. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, yeah, so she's fuck. gonna text me now after she listens to this, if she listens to this, and go, "What are you talking about? <laughs> My email doesn't get spam like that." <laughs> go with the bit. Just go with it. <laughs> fuck. Oh, oh God, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! I love oh, you, God. Uh, I was playing Call of Duty the other day, and somebody somebody dropped that. Some random guy I was playing with. We were doing those two v two gunfights, and 
I killed somebody, and then he died really quickly, and he goes, Jesus Christ! But I wasn't talking in the headphones, and then just for that, I, I dropped the head, the the set down, and I go, I love, I love you, God. God! And then I flipped it right back up. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't like talking to those people. Uh, just because if I suck, they talk so much shit to dude, me. Dude, I'm thinking about buying some Papa Murphy. Not Papa Murphy's, <laughs> but, but the guy... Papa, Papa John? Sna- Papa John Snyder? Yes. Think about buying some of his merch. You, we did this last time. Okay, we want to we want to uh, really hone in on the fact that it's Papa John Snyder, not Papa Murphy's. Oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't We again. kept doing that last time, <laughs> which I don't know how you forget his name is the business. <laughs> yeah, Papa, Papa John Snyder, you know, from Papa Murphy's? <laughs> Because that makes fucking sense. Don't even with me right now. Uh, yeah, some Papa John merch. That sounds fucking dope. Don't even have... I want some Papa Bless t-shirts. Oh, yeah, buddy. I mean, I just been watching his TikToks and goat. videos that he's making. It's I mean, an absolute goat. Like, it's he's one of those people that are just have unreal amounts of riches. I was... He's on, on TikTok. He's been doing... He did two parts to... Um, like, he's doing cribs. And he's just yes. showing you one thing at a time. Yes. The first video he shows you, you walk in and it's this huge statue of an eagle with it's like a, like it's like picking up prey or something. It's like super dope. And he goes, "See this right here? This isn't just a clock. I mean, this, this is, isn't just an eagle. Fuck, I ruined it's a clock. It's not. It's not just an eagle. It's a clock. It turns as the hour goes. That's and I was dope. like." Like, how rich do you have to even have to have a room big enough for that? Dude, and he owns he, Papa John. And then he's I mean? showing me the... the, the he's he, showing you... It's not just me. He's showing you personally? <laughs> it's not just me. Uh, this breaking news, Travis took a tour of Papa John's house. Uh, so... <laughs> Jesus. Then he's showing the um, his library, and he's like, see these pillars right here? It's from a 18th century church. I'm like, you just got that? But that just got put in your house? Like, so what unreal. happened to that? Is it just like uh, he's got these little pillars over here, and there's a church somewhere in Romania that's just missing its pillars? Or I have what? no idea, dude. Oh, and you hate to see it. He was showing some other stuff. Cancel Papa Johnny stealing pillars from churches, <laughs> no, and that's the only reason to cancel. I don't think that's what that's happened. the only reason to cancel. That's the only reason to cancel. Yeah, I feel bad for wanting to buy his merch, but do you? Because though? do you though? Not too. I don't feel that bad. Papa blessed. Oh, I mean, the guy's the guy still makes huge amounts of money. So he's just no longer gonna be the spokesperson for his own company. Uh, speaking of a lot of money, how- it reminds me of the end of Mister Deeds. Where where Deeds comes in and does this big old speech. Yes. And then he's like, he and then the, the guy comes back up and he's like, well, all right, you guys all vote that way. Well, I'm gonna use my 49 shares yeah. plus the shares that Deeds sold me. So basically, fuck off. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, speaking of a lot of money, how close are you to being Jeff Bezos' uh, next ex-wife? We'll see. You working your way in already? Gotta work what? my way up. Yeah. I haven't seen him once. You so. haven't seen that's kinda of hard to believe with that bald ass head. He's not just shining through the building. Well, I've seen I've seen bald people. I don't think Jeff Bezos works at this one though. Ah damn it. Yeah. Oh, just gonna have to work my way up. They're saying he's gonna be the first trillion no, is it trillion dollar man? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. First trillion dollar man? Fucking awesome. 
I would I I befriended some um, an older an older black gentleman that I work with. Oh, nice. Me and him are tight now. Look at that, Travis making a friend. It's two days, his, two days <laughs> in. It's my second day out here. Guy, or, me and this guy. I mean, he like. It's like you guys day, have known each other. I kind of I, I was working with him a little bit because uh, my trainer was is not the greatest, and you know we we have to stay like six feet apart and wear masks and you can't really hear it's loud so it's it's a real difficult and you but know this kinda, black guy got five like, and a half feet apart like, we, we've been talking like you know like hey, making out but i was i was talking with him yesterday working with him not uh not last night but the night before his first night your, your and first then night. and then i come in last night and uh when i start working on him with something else and he's just like He's just talking to me like I've been working there for months, and I'm like, all right, this is cool. I'm already in. Uh, I'm you, already in with the cool guys. Did you walk up and shoot him the finger guns? Cause that's- I did shoot him finger guns today. I shot him finger guns like why? <laughs> hey, that's the telltale sign right there that you're in with this guy. I shot him finger guns twice. Dude, that's awesome. How did <laughs> that- you know? <laughs> I don't know how to do that, but the way, like the energy you are giving off. Shout out Terry, my dog. <laughs> the energy you are giving off big between, between you and Terry, it was just big finger gun energy, dude. Like, I was like, he um, definitely gave him the finger gun. I'm just waiting until we become friends. I can tell him about this podcast. <laughs> don't listen to episode 57. No, no, don't listen to episode 57 where I, I called us friends way too early. It's too soon. It's too soon. I don't want him to seem like I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Big Terry. <laughs> I love you, Terry. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Bye, Sheila. Bye, Sheila. <laughs> all right, Terry. Bye, Terry. All right, all right. Bye, bye, Sheila. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. I'm gonna tell him. Bye, Terry. <laughs> Alan, just walk away. Bye, Sheila. Oh fuck! Classic. The other guys. For those of you who don't know, if, if you, you don't know, that's from the other guys. I... Why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty fucking much. All right. Well, let's get rolling here. Let's now. get rolling into this, this very, very little amount of news that we have. Not very much going on in any aspects of the world nowadays other than, you know, coronavirus. But we don't talk about it because it's all you hear all elsewhere. We're your break away from, from the real world. Uh, baseball. You ready to hear another uh, another proposal, Travis? Are you tired of proposals yet? Yes. Okay, well, that's too goddamn bad. Because Bryce Harper is showing off his GMs or his uh, commissioner skills and gave his idea on what uh, he thinks would work be- well for baseball. You ready for this? I said, are you Just say it, dude. I'm trying to listen to proposal after proposal after proposal. All right. Well, this one's this one was just Bryce Harper fucking around on a Twitch stream. Yeah, but I seen it got big. Well, of course, if a if if a baseball player says anything right now, it's gonna get big, especially a big name like Bryce Harper. So he said he wants to split. He he believes the team the league should split into two an East and a West conference. You get a hundred and thirty five game season. You end in mid November. You get an off day every second Monday of the month. And then seven innings Sunday double headers, thirty man rosters with six man pitching rotations, uh, universal DH. That's for the regular season. Thirty man. What is it? Twenty five during the regular season. Twenty five usual. And program. then what's the 
playoffs. So you don't even so get a play, full playoff. So playoff, he wants to do. He was saying, no, no, no. But what's the normal playoff roster? Playoff roster thirty-two. No, no. Playoff roster is twenty-five. No, but rosters expand. Yeah, they expand oh, in September. That's to, right. They and then, expand and to forty they, in they, September, and then they that, shrink that's, back up. That's what I meant. Remember, yeah. brain, brain. Yes, yes, I know. But for the postseason, he wants to do a two-week World Series tournament, ten-team round robin. Winner of winner of three games set advances. The loser plays a single game of elimination. Explain that to me. So it's basically just it. It's basically like. How the little league, how uh, the TOCs works, but it's a team, it's a three game series against the team instead of just a one one game series, and then you're the, the loser of the series so you're, so plays you're, a one game so elimination. These guys, so these guys are gonna play pretty much. You're you're gonna get for the first the first ten teams, right? That's ten teams. The two first seeds in. No, he's breaking up into three. No, it's two. It's an east and a west. Con- conference. Oh, okay. So, so the two top five, top, two, top top, five, two top five. first, two first get first round buys. No, well, it's a it's a round robin, so everybody plays. So first plays last. Yes. Second plays second to last, and the two middle teams play across the board because of five team playoffs. That's how they work, right? Oh, he didn't. Uh, you know what? It might be. Fr- it might be the two first get. Get by. Get that. by. That'd be two, two, second and last, uh, third and fourth. Yes. Oh wait, yeah. And then, and then yeah. the loser goes down to a loser bracket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is why. So at the beginning, you're gonna get. You know, for the first three days, if it. Well, I guess is if it's spread over two weeks. He said. Two weeks. If it's spread over two weeks, then. Yeah, I could see it working. Um, more baseball. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's. You know. And it, it gives a little bit. It gives a little bit more than just the regular series that we do. I think that's the most interesting thought it's process definitely, of it all. It's definitely interesting. I mean, they use the same. They use the same process, and you know, in little league and tournament, little league tournaments and stuff like that. Huh? Yeah, it, it's it's proven to work. Uh, I don't know how splitting the league into the two conferences will work with uh, the coronavirus and stuff because that's still quite a lot of travel for certain teams. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think the issue here is how much they have to travel. Well, it's being away from from families and and being out in different. It'll be away regardless. But it's being it, it, you have to go on these road trips. And staying in these hotels instead of well, finding idea. places that, that, that's the for idea these is that they're gonna buy out the hotels, right? I, I I don't know about that. Look, man, you don't have to look. I know you're an MLB baseball player, but you don't have to go to you know the you know Grand Hyatt or something. I don't know a fancy <laughs> hotel room. Uh, insert five star <laughs> hotel go, room. Go to a little like a little fucking base motel looking thing that's got just enough room for you guys. Buy it out. I don't even think those exist anymore. I don't think so either. I think they've all gone big. Yes. Go big or go home. Right here. Right here. I just solved it. Travis has got it. Light bulb! They use... What's that thing you go online for and rent houses? Airbnb. Airbnb. Airbnb your whole team in one huge house every time you go somewhere. Yes. Put cameras in it. Yes. It'd be like Big Brother at Dark. Yes. Just a lot. Of, uh, 
Would there be a lot of fucking, like, between the team? I don't know. <laughs> Travis just accused all of MLB baseball of being homosexuals. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bisexuals. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least, all right. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, um, so who gives a shit about what Bryce Harper says, basically? Uh, there's still no word on the, the vote from the Players Association. For the previous proposal about, you know, the money issues and all that. We, t- we covered it last week. If you want to hear more about it, go and listen to our <laughs> last week's episode. Don't even listen to us. Go listen to Curveballs and Chair Shots and listen to Dominic stumble his way through it. No. Hey, we don't we don't. Did mention, you listen to it? We don't mention that podcast on here. <laughs> Did you listen to it? I got, I got ten minutes in, all right. Within the first five minutes, Dominic had said... Jack in the box, or no, what did he say? Yeah, Jack in the box hash browns are better than McDonald's hash browns. So I had to yell, and it was funny because I was listening to it as I was playing Fortnite with them. So I immediately paused it, yelled at him, and then after that, Look, I tried dude, to listen I, You to know him. what? I don't even think that's that much of a hot take. That's a very hot take. I, uh, j- hash, McDonald's hash browns are elite, but the new hash browns at Jack in the box, I forget when they went from the little ones to the bigger to the square. hash browns. I think they're just as good. Some places make them just as good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. So I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, no hate there. No hate there. That wasn't. I've never been shocked by that. I can't fucking stand you. It's a fucking hash brown, dude. Yeah. Like it is. Like they just throw the pre-frozen ones in the deep fryer. It's nothing special that they do. But it tastes so much better from McDonald's. The only reason it tastes better is because it's the same thing they drop the fries in. And you okay. like the fries more. Okay. okay, so that means it's better. I said, and like I said. So you're saying, so that like means. Like I said, so, I, I said that most of the time the McDonald's fry, or the McDonald's hash brown is better than Jack in the Box. But Jack in the Boxes are very good. Yes. And some places. I'm not hating on some that. Some places they put a lot of seasoning into their french fries, which I like. I've had this before where they put a lot of seasoning into their french fries. That translates into the deep fryer. That gets on your hash brown. That makes the hash brown sometimes just as good as McDonald's. Because I like their fry seasoning at Jack in the Box when they hook it up. So you're saying when they hook it up that their fries are better than McDonald's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Depend. They have to really hook it up with the seasoning though. Uh, I remember when they first switched their fry recipe. uh, I think it was. I think it was senior year. Mm-hmm. 2012, they switched their fry recipe up, um, and they used to hook the shit up crazy. Yeah. The, uh, I was I was on those fries. I was like, these are better than McDonald's. Then they doled down. Same with Wendy's when they started using the fresh sea salt yeah. in the fries. At the beginning, it was with a salty fucking fry, fry. Yeah. and then they realized they can't do that. Yeah, it's true. Because I mean. Focus groups, so when they do fast food focus groups, sorry, I'm going off on a little bit here. When they do fast food focus groups and they test these new items, right? Most of it happens in the Midwest. Fat white Americans live there. Those guys love salt, potatoes, and everything. So when everything comes out for national, you know, they put it out nationwide, a lot of this shit is just over the top for, you know... People of California. I don't know. I, that's that's a way I'm going to describe it. P- people of California and New York. People like that. It's too much for them. So they have to dole it down after they get fan feedback. 
I love how you said all that and made so much sense, but there was not a lick of fact or research behind that <laughs> at all. What it was you, it was all just things. I've that, read articles about about where they test food. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. You, that's how you spend your time. You read articles about how they test fast food. I forget. It was a while back. Then. <laughs> I got I got curious. So I. Oh, that's fun. That's yeah. fucking funny. I was just I, I was just sitting there thinking like. God, he just, like it, it makes so much sense too, but I know there's just no like research into it behind that, but it Com- makes sense. Go ahead and uh, comment on this comment on this post. Uh, share this with your friends and tell everybody I'm right. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Any more baseball? Uh, the only one other thing is. Uh, Were we done talking about baseball? How did we? We, we just talked. How did we get off? Uh, I get off by jerking myself <laughs> off. I don't know how you get off, but. <laughs> Uh, um, no, I get, up, I get up by rubbing my my wiener on an armchair, <laughs> but uh, only the bottom half <laughs> of the, the armchair. Oh, I was gonna say bottom half of your wiener or the bottom half of the armchair. I don't know what was more weirder to say. <laughs> no, we were we were. You know t- that's bottom. We armchair were talking. Okay, yes, Travis. I don't know what you're talking about? God. Oh, we were talking about the baseball proposal, and then you said if we if you want people to listen, they should go listen to Dom and I talk about it on Curveballs and Chair Shots. Oh yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. No, the only other thing was Bartolo Colon, who is now forty seven years old. Don't came call out and it a comeback. I've he been wants here for to come years. back. Exactly. Number, wants, song number eight. Wants one more year. <laughs> wants one more year in the MLB. Uh, so, quote unquote forty. Still, quote unquote forty seven. Because who really knows? I mean, it's like Miguel Tejada. Exactly. Uh, who was the other one? Santiago Casilla. I mean, dude looked like he was forty something when he was when first he, coming in, but yeah, no, he looked. I he, love an athlete who can get fat and still perform. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. you know he's still up there, you know, dealing, wheeling and dealing. He was wheeling and dealing in Mexican leagues last year. This time he wants to come back. I mean, back to he the was base. a major league baseball pitcher for over twenty. He came in just in the about ni- twenty l- years, late nineties. Just about twenty years, right? Somewhere right around there. You think he's not gonna go wreck of a, a Mexican baseball league? I played in a Mexican baseball league. Yeah, but did you wreck a me- me- Mexican baseball? Yeah, but league? I never made it to the major leagues. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make your high school baseball team either. So that's ninety-seven was the year. Ninety-seven was the year he came into the league. Yep. Yes. Yep. And then he he retired, quote unquote, retired at the age of forty five in two thousand eighteen. Where twenty one years? Yeah. Where do you twenty one? Twenty one. Where do you see him going if he comes back? <sighs> Baby, come home. I want Bartolo back in Oakland. You know that's not of too far of a thing. That's exactly the type of that's the move the A's would make. The A's would a make. But then again, people said that when we got him in 2012, and he actually ended up doing decent for us. So, mm. I don't, I don't see him. I don't see him making a. I don't see him necessarily getting signed to any team in particular right now. Um, I could see if somebody gets injured, yeah, them 
instead of going to the minor leagues or something like that, because those guys aren't playing, go and I get they Bartolo. go get, get Bartolo Colon nice. because at least then you have a veteran. Yeah, it's somebody. It's somebody you could put in without having to show the ropes of the MLB. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice. Yeah, that's it for baseball. It's just Bartolo and Bryce Harper. Yeah, shit's slow. Shit is slow. It's called mentally handicapped. Please, can you say it right? I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about the news. Um. All right. Anything going on in the NFL? There is some football news. Yeah. Dave Portnoy has won. <laughs> Dave Portnoy. Dave has... Portnoy, famous for Barstool Sports. If you know me and Tyler, big, big Barstool, Barstool Sports, Sports guys. What? Um. What's his name? What's Roger uh, Goodell? Roger Goodell put it up an auction for to watch. I don't know if it's go and watch a game with him. Yes. Okay, it's go, in his, in go his, watch a game with him in his quote-unquote basement that he seems to be doing a lot of videos in now. Yeah. Never seen this basement before, but now that now all of a sudden, he's got all these videos in his not-real basement. Yes. Um, so I assume it's just at, NF, at the NFL Network headquarters, and he's got like a little studio set up, so... Uh, but he, he... It was a... It was a I just cracked the code. Okay, keep going, but I, I just want to say what, what the... But it was a um, for charity event where you bid to go watch a Thursday Sunday night football game. It was, it was either it's one of the prime time games. One of the, a prime Thursday, time game Sunday with him in his quote unquote yes man cave and Dave Portnoy won. Yes. So your move NFL. Okay. Your move NFL. Are you ready for this? Yes. So me and you have talked about how. This is a fake basement. We think it's all green screen. It's really just this. Yeah, I just said. I, one think, I just said it's something in the NFL. It's like a studio in the NFL network. What if Roger Goodell is a step ahead? What if he knew Portnoy would put up this ridiculous bid to win, to where he knew he'd win? He's luring him into this basement. He's just gonna kill him in the basement. There's gonna be a freak accident. Dave Portnoy is gonna end up dead. And there goes Barstool Sports. Right there, there. goes NFL. If they kill El Prez. There goes, there goes, there goes the NFL. Or maybe he just, you know, washes away at a beach. Shout out that wrestler, Shad Gaspard. R.I.P. Dog. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, do you remember the old tag team Crime Time? Yes. One of the guys drowned in Venice Beach. The big guy, not the dark guy, right? They they were both African American gentlemen. But yeah, but one was way darker than the other. That's not racist to say. I know. Um, no, he. I think the he dude was a, with the R Truth. No, our truth is not. See, that's the shorter, darker dude. No, our truth was not part of prime time. This is this. Oh fuck! This is kind of small, but this this is Shad Gaspard. Gaspard Gaspard. This was the guy I was thinking about. Okay. Who's the other member of Prime Time? I don't know. His JTG was his. Can you send me a? I just want to see a picture because I could have sworn it was him and our truth. Right there. Who is this fake ass Nelly? <laughs> exactly. I thought, I, uh, <laughs> you thought it was our truth that I, whole this time. whole time. Uh, yeah, so he he ended up uh, he got taken away with the undertide or whatever the fuck. Undertow. Undertow. The, or the tide. You could say either one. Either one, uh, and ended up uh, drowning in Venice Beach. <clears throat> well, well, that sucks to be him yeah. and his family. Okay, think, what else you got he, in NFL? I think he was going after his son who was out in the water or something like that. Did uh, the son die? No, 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 the son's alive. What, did he punt him back into the shore? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Travis. He might have. 
Okay, NFL talk. So, I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a proposal. Here we go, more proposals. More proposals. That teams can move up six spots in the third round of the draft if they hire a minority head coach. Or they can move up ten spots in the third round if they hire a minority uh, general manager. This was their proposal. I was wondering why they were talking about this. I This is hard to talk about being two white males. Look, man, I, I get the idea, and I think I think uh, having minorities in this... I mean, I think it's just dumb in general not to have... There's so many minority... Tons of black people play the <laughs> fucking sport, all right? They know the game well. It doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't want to have them in, in operations... Or as coaches. I mean, Anthony Lynn, we talk about how good of a coach he is for the Chargers from what yes. we've seen. Yes. And, you know, so on and so forth. Mike Tomlin's been doing a Mike damn Tomlin's good job with the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's been doing it for the Steelers. fucking Steelers. And uh, to, um, Tony, Tony Dungy, Dungy did good was a the, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we can go down the list. Um, I don't see... I don't like that they're going to give them... In, I don't like the I don't fact like that they're going to give them incentive-wise for draft. For bumping up in the draft, because then they're just gonna hire some fucking coach who doesn't really, they don't really care. They just want to move up in the draft and then not give. Uh, uh. I mean, I could see him maybe get getting a like a certain bonus. I think that's fair because I do think there's a disproportionate. Oh, but absolutely. I, but I just I think that come that comes down from ownership and what's the way to get ownership is off from off from money. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you really want more people, more, uh, you know, minorities as coaches or whatever in the sport, offer offer cash incentives instead of offering uh, bumps up in the draft. I just think that's yeah. un- I think that's unfair to the other team. Especially teams. I think it's that, unfair to the other team. Especially teams that aren't uh, aren't looking for a head coach at the time or don't need to hire a GM at the time. It's like. Uh, that they're kind of shit out of luck. What do you? Yeah. Expect? So what happens what, to the, what happens what to you, these guys in the league who are who are a great job? I mean, like you're gonna tell me that the Kansas City Chiefs gonna get rid of Andy Reid because he's not a minority and because they want to move, they they move, move up, up in the, the draft because yeah. they want to fucking win the next three Super Bowls. Yeah. You're gonna get rid of Bill Belichick. Like those guys are gonna stay where they're at. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I mean, if they're gonna do that, then I think you open gates more. To get just giving it away for other reasons too. Why the fuck not? Yeah. You well, come, what's good to know uh, is you come in last place two years in a row. You get an extra. You get first an, round. You get you an know? extra first round pick yeah. instead of get you know. Well, what's good is the owners did shut down this idea. They they voted on it a couple days ago yeah. and they and they shut that down. But there was a change to the Rooney Rule. So as we know, the Rooney Rule is uh, you can't interview a head coach before a certain time and in the uh, season and all that yeah if you want to expand on that more i don't know if there's more to that that no 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 yeah that's pretty much it i don't need to go deep dive into that so the new changes are now that a team must interview two external minority head coaches that's fun i think that's i think that's fantastic and they need and at least one minority for coordinators and one for gm candidates yeah so that's i'm all in that's that's fine that's a good that's a good change because now you're given you give them opportunity to walk to the door Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but on a 
not much lighter note. A lot of kind of darker news today. Cornerback uh, DeAndre Baker, who has played for the Giants, and Quentin Dunbar, who played for Seattle. When they're like played. six arrests, is that what you get? Those uh-huh. guys, yeah, there's just like six arrests this weekend. We're right? at, we're at. Yeah, I, I didn't have the rest of the arrest. This was the big one, basically. Yeah. Uh, I think the other one was Ed Oliver. I can talk about. Uh, we're at a cookout when an argument broke out. Uh, Baker pulled a semi-auto out and robbed, and the two robbed everyone. Baker also told a third person to, quote-unquote, go shoot that fool over there. Yeah. They got they got arrested on, like, six counts of uh, armed robbery and all that fun fucking shit. Look, man, <laughs> you play in the NFL. If you're going to a cookout, everybody knows who you are. Yes. You're not going to get away with, with armed shit like this. robbery. <laughs> like, you're not gonna get away with armed robbery. Just, just flat out. I not don't like. I know everybody likes to likes to talk about the the, they... the law. Of snitches get stitches. Not really. Snitches, no, you don't actually get stitches. Snitches do not usually get stitches. This isn't 1992 anymore. Yeah, no. Snitches usually get rewarded nowadays. Yeah, like, like that's how it like works. millions of dollars in buying eight cars. That's you, Takashi. I barely know you, but I don't like you. <laughs> Travis, not a big Takashi 6 9 guy. I mean... Stupid! He basically ruined 69. Yeah, he almost did. He almost ruined he almost 69. Did. Well, we're going to take that power back from him. I'm, okay? I'll take it back. Take it back. Uh, yeah, the only other uh, one that I can remember off the top of my head was defensive lineman Ed Oliver for the Bills got arrested for. I, I don't DUI. know for sure. I just said that out loud that I think no, there no, was there, like were, six. there, there was, was a, a few. few. There was a few. He got arrested for DUI and possession of marijuana. See, and a firearm. And he had possession of a firearm. See, I was gonna say that's not that bad. <laughs> Still, compared to compared, armed robbery, compared to armed robbery, comparatively, <laughs> if you're gonna compare it, there's then no yes, video, it's not as bad. He didn't arm rob somebody. There's no video of him dragging his girlfriend out of a out of an escalator or an elevator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's no accusations of hitting his kid with a stick. <laughs> Breaking it. Did Adrian Peterson break his arm? He probably arm? yeah. He, he beat the shit out of his kid with the stick. Uh, which I'm all for. I mean, yeah. As long as the kid deserved it, what he do? Yeah. Did what did the well? The, my only thing is. Why was it the stick? Like, what did the stick ever do that made you hit the kid with that <laughs> yeah, stick? Did the stick break when it hit the kid? Because then he got two lawsuits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm here to represent the stick. <laughs> uh, the stick. The and stick the, shows up in court. In the case of Adrian Peterson, for, or the stick versus Adrian Peterson, <laughs> the court the court rules in favor of the stick. <laughs> <laughs> the stick rolls up into court in a wheelchair. He's got a neck brace on. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> you see Adrian Peterson, he rolls his eye like, come on, man. It wasn't even that bad. I was having a nice day in the park. I was having a nice day in the park. When that menace... <laughs> That menace, Adrian Peterson just picked me up. Sir, do I have to keep doing this? Can you just make it through the rest of the story and then you're done? Okay, he picked me up and he broke me over his kid. Ladies and gentlemen, you can see the stick is very upset. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just Judge Judy is the, is the judge on that case. <laughs> All right, not funny anymore. <laughs> I want a real. I want a real judge. <laughs> I want a real. This isn't just a judge. This goes to the Supreme Court. <laughs> big, the big civil rights move, okay, uh, movement in the stick world. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Dr. Doctor Martin Luther Stick. Doctor Doctor Martin Luther King Stick. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Where were we? Doctor March Stick Luther King. <laughs> All right, keep going. I don't. I didn't have anything else. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, that that was it for football arrests and uh, changes. Cha-cha-cha-cha-changes! That's song number nine. Is that number nine? I oh. think so. Oh, shit. Cha-cha-changes! Uh, Alright, let's get into some... Uh, Movie talk, I yeah, guess. Yeah, we got some news and stuff like that. I believe I have one piece of news right here. Oh, ooh, what does Strav got? Uh, oh, first of all, R.I.P. Fred Willard. Oh, that's right. I forgot to write that down. Uh, very funny, very funny man, Fred Willard is. Yeah, I mean, he was a certain type of com- comedian, comedy actor, I would yes. say. Um, we get the first trailer for Spike Lee's newest movie, Defy Five Bloods, Bloods, man. Uh, coming out June 12th. It's a Netflix, too. This is a Netflix original? Okay, yes. yeah, it's a Netflix. Uh, I am very, I like Spike Lee's stuff. It's a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, I like um, Spike Lee's stuff. Um, I do love the premise of... Uh, and it's kind of hard to follow in the trailer, but I do love the premise that I think I get. That it's, it's kind of it's bouncing based, back and forth. It's based on um, a group of African-American... Uh, Vietnam Vietnam vets, vets who yes. go back, I think, maybe to look for maybe remnants of... Like a lost soldier, a friend that well, they, they had they were or something talk, like they that. They were talking in the trailer about they buried something. So yeah. they're going back to find something yeah. that's and buried. Yeah, th- so they're, and they're, you know, they're going back from, you know, they're showing stuff from that time in there when they were in war. Yes. And, and then stuff going on now on their return. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I think excited. this could be, uh, depending, I mean, and I'm just throwing this out there. This could be w- win an award. It's one of the first Netflix movies to really win like Best Picture. Yeah. Has, has Netflix has a Netflix release won Best Picture? No. We got Marriage Story and was, were nominated and, and the and uh, the Irishman were nominated, but Nothing's I don't think won. I don't think anything's won before. No. Uh, I think this one, especially in a year where movies aren't releasing and getting pushed no. back. Yeah. If, I mean, if, we if, have to see what happens coming come in November December, but yeah, if if if. What we talked about. I'm just saying that from seeing a trailer. If we talk, if what what's true about what we talked about a couple weeks ago about how uh, the Oscars are going to be mainly Netflix movies and stuff like that, depending on movie theater theatrical releases and stuff like that, uh, this definitely could be a high contender. If not best, if if not best picture, at least original screenplay. Uh, uh, Award winning because yeah. I mean, like you I said, mean, the, pre- looks like the it, premise it looks, looks like it's gonna it be looks very like everything good. is gonna be shot location wise pretty good, so they might win something for um, 
It will definitely win some awards, I will say. And this yeah. is just based off and, the uh, three-minute uh, trailer. Uh, Black Chadwick, Panther, Chadwick, Chadwick Bosman is in it, in it as, a, as one of the younger versions he, in Vietnam. Yes. I'm gonna lo- I'm, I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to hear him talk without the uh, Black Panther kind of accent to him. Because he's done that in like the last three movies I've seen him in. He's always had that kind of like... I've, really? only, I've only ever seen him in Avenger movies. I, I can't remember what else he's been in. Maybe that's all I can think of is Avenger I movies. I think that's all you're thinking of. That's Probably. Why I, I, well, I didn't see the 21 Bridges movie. Yeah, we haven't seen that. That was that one did not do anything. It was no. in theaters for very little time. It was like a two-week two week theater. Um, but I can't think of anything else that he's been doing. Uh, let's see. Let's check out the filmography here. 21 Bridges, Avengers, Avengers. Marshall? Was that the football movie? Oh, Marshall gonna be mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Draft Day. He was in Draft Day. Classic, dude. My favorite. And then TV shows. Yeah, I mean, 21 Bridges. Yeah, Marshall. Draft Day, Get On Up. Marshall, is that the the football movie? No, it's the movie about Thurgood Marshall. I don't know who that is. The lawyer who became the first African American Supreme Court justice. Oh, no, I don't remember this. He thought he he thought it was gonna come to him. You were thinking of Michael B. Jordan in the movie with uh, the new movie with him with uh, (laughs) Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox and um, what's her name in it too? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's not that movie. No. James, he was in Get On Up. He played James Brown. I forgot about that. Okay, so, um, yeah, but I've never seen any of them. I just realized I've only seen him in any Marvel stuff. Yeah, I realized that, too. In the 21 Bridges commercial. Yes. I wonder if we can rent that somewhere. 42. We've seen him in 42. You've never seen 42? I've seen 42. Who was in 42? He plays Jackie Robinson. What do you no mean? Way. Who, what do you mean, who is he in 42? No way. Yes! I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Uh I gotta rewatch Forty Two. Oh no shit! The only character I remember from that movie was the uh, opposing manager. <laughs> yes. Who just kept saying racial slurs to him on the field? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. Now you see it. I'm I'm starting to image uh, starting to remember images from the film. Nice. Uh, yes. So. So that's all you had. Yeah. So okay. that's that's all I had. Yes. So uh, there is a have? unscripted Muppet show coming to Disney Plus on July thirty first. So real quick before you go into that, I want to talk about that. But why, really on, why on Disney Plus do they not have Muppets in space? It's the best Muppets movie. It's about with it's about Gonzo trying to find his home planet, yes. and it's not. It's the only one I want to watch, and it's not because it the could, rest of them are the old Muppets ones where you get yeah. like celebrities and stuff like that riding along with them, and it's kind of cool, kind of not. But Muppets in Outer Space was a fantastic film. It could be a contract dispute with, like, like I don't know if it's on a different streaming platform somewhere. I've never seen it. I've never seen it anywhere. I've scoured these things. Uh, I have that. You'll have to take up with Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. Write him an angry email. Maybe he'll respond. Bob Iger's not the CEO. Uh, oh, yeah, it's the other. Bob Iger was the CEO in the 90s. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Let's not, let's not get okay. into it. Um, Universal bought the rights to Lego to the Lego franchise from Warner Brothers, so Universal will now be making those movies. Kind of excited to see where they go because like Warner Brothers is how they got like 
Batman. They did the Batman movies and uh, like Lego Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ninjago and all that was all Warner Brother properties. I wonder what Universal. I thought that was. I thought because Lego has Lego has rights to everything. They're like Funko. They have rights to make everything. So no matter where they come from, they should be able to make movies. I think based it, on their character. I think it's. I think it. It falls under who's making the movie is how they get rights to those. Characters. I, I think I, I we'll mean, have to do I, some pretty, research. I'm into pretty that. sure that that uh, with how big those Lego movies do, that whether if, if there is any dispute, they can settle it. Yeah. Uh, over a contract, so I'm not going to worry about them having limitations by moving from Warner Brothers to Universal. Okay. I yeah, can... that's pretty much. Is there any no, is, there, uh, is there any Lego movie you would like to see made? Any 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 properties you want to Because uh, the Batman, I mean, we both talk about how good we love how much we love the Batman. I love the the Lego the regular movie, Lego, the regular Lego I never movie. saw the Ninjago one. I never seen that Ninjago one either. It doesn't it that doesn't give me enough. No. Not a big um, ninja person. You know, uh, <clears throat> it's hard especially because with uh Legos, like the cool part of Le- about Legos is you can build stuff that already exists in um, IP and in, in uh, like a lexicon, like Star Wars, Lego Star Wars <laughs> stuff. The video games are awesome because you're just playing the fir- the you're tri- just playing, you're playing the trilogies yes. as Legos, and it's kind of interesting. You can't really do a movie because any any Star Wars movie you want to make, you want to make it. Live action or yeah or like Clone Wars and you don't want to re- and you don't really want to re just re you don't want to dull down the look and you don't want to just yeah reshoot you know reanimate you know Attack of the Clones Lego version you don't want to do that that's exactly what I want to do um so it's kind of weird on that part I like the idea um of go just I like the idea of just going into like a regular another Lego movie kind of thing but i don't know where the plot line will derive from because the first one was all about it was will will ferrell which you didn't know for the longest time that will Will ferrell Ferrell was was the dad yes well he didn't know he was the dad you didn't even know he showed up in the movie as the dad what Oh no! You didn't put two and two together that Will Ferrell was the dad and he was the voice of the yeah evil yeah, guy. Oh, yeah that's yeah, right yeah um and his character was trying to glue because he had built this masterpiece of Legos and he wanted to glue it all together yes um and so his son would go down there and play and be like no you can't glue it like that that was a thing um and that was a you know a thing like Legos I think it's a good thing for Lego like. Hey, this is for to play with. These are made for kids. I know you adults love them, but let's not forget and get carried away. I think it's a fact. And then Lego Movie Two was oh, that's right. They made a second one. Okay, so was I didn't the watch sister, the second one. Was the sister playing with the playing with them? And it was like the brother versus sister. I don't know. I I forget. I have to. I'd have to. I like the first one the most. So I have only seen that one. Of I've seen the Lego Movie two maybe once, twice maybe, but uh, they have to do. Uh, I think it maybe would be interesting to do like Night at the Museum. There you go. But for like a Lego store. <clears throat> yeah. Or something like that. That's a. I mean, that's a good. That's just you know me talking out loud. So. Yeah. 
Get him pen and paper. He'll write a script for it. I I mean I can I I can probably come up with like ten movies. Yeah. Just by sitting down and talking. Hear me out, and this goes into our next bit of news. They make a Lego movie out of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, and that's how they release it. <laughs> that's how they release it. So the Snyder will be pissed. The, the Snyder cut of Justice League is supposed to drop on the new HBO Max, the new HBO streaming service, in 2021. Of the Justice League, right? This is Justice League, yes. I never saw it. You never watched Justice League? Nope. Had ah. no interest. Wonder Woman was good, and... Uh, Wonder Woman was good. Aquaman was pretty good. I think I think if I didn't see it in the IMAX theater, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, as, be good. as good because the visuals I thought were just cool. Yep. And uh, Shazam. Shazam's fantastic. Shazam was good. Is Shazam yeah. part of the Justice League? Yes, that's all DC Universe. Yes. He shows up in the Justice League movie though. No. Okay, so then why would I fucking watch that? Batman, because it's DC Bat- Universe. Batman vs. Superman sucked. It's all it's all DC Universe. I don't give a shit. I don't need to watch all the movies. I can watch every single Shazam movie that comes out and be okay with that. Okay. It's like people who just watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Don't you talk shit about people who just watch Guardians of the Galaxy? I I'd say that they should watch more because I enjoy more. But I already don't enjoy half the movies that DC Universe makes. So yes. well, There's 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 your pudding. Well, Apparently, this is going to be like a, a. It's supposed to be the better version of the Justice League movie, which the Justice League movie was mediocre at best. Is this like the J.J. Abrams cut of. Yes. Of uh, Return of Skywalker? Yes. Which, it, it, they only came up with that J.J. Abrams cut was because of the whole Zack Snyder cut thing. The yeah. Snyder cut has been. They've been talking uh, about it for fucking ever. Yeah. Contemplating whether it's real or not. We still don't know if this is real, but. Yeah. Well, they said they're going to release it. They say they're going to release it, but there's like there's no evidence showing that this is a real thing. Well, well, so, the who proof, the fuck the proof, knows? Proof is in the pudding. The proof will be in the pudding. Show me the show, money. If it shows up in 2021. But who gives a fuck because it's DC. We love Marvel movies on this podcast. No, you like DC. You just I, almost I, got mad at me. You just got mad at me. That's not true. I only got mad because... You're furious. I almost threw my PS4 yesterday because I was so mad at how I was playing. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, yeah, that's all for uh, movie news. There is, like I said, not a lot going on. Uh, I'm just going to lump this in uh, real quick because we're going to do two full reviews on uh, a couple movies. And then the third one that we watch, I'm going to lump in with this movie news category because it's going to be real quick. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Yes. We watched Wet Hot American Summer. Released in 2001. Comedy. Uh, just a kind of a, kind of a, like a camp, like a, like a summer camp spoof movie. Last day of, last day of summer. Yeah. Um, lots of people you may know in this. Do you have... Janine Garofalo. Do you Dave, have the cast up? Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and read through Janine it. Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, Michael Showalter... Paul Rudd's in it, Zach Orth, um, Molly Shannon's in it, Joe Latruglio, Latruglio, sorry, uh, Michael Ian Black, there, there, Amy Poehler's in it, and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. There's a lot of lot of big names in this movie. Yeah, it's um, 
definitely a more of a cult following movie. Yeah. Uh, even for us, uh, I like this movie. I watch this movie every so often. Yeah, it's a it's it's, it's a funny. Fun, it's funny. It's a funny kind of teen uh, teen spoof kind of yeah. thing. Um, it's not great. No. Like some of the you know some of the tra- shots like. I, I noticed that they they use takes more than once. I don't know if that's on purpose or not. It's some I'm of sure the, it's some all of part the writing, of the spoof. Some of the writing, yeah, I think it's all part of the spoof, but it just doesn't hit. Like nah. the, these movies don't have very much of a high ceiling, but uh, I do love like the the kind of roles that a lot of these people are in, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, anything you have to say, really, on this one? No, not really. If you if if you go out and watch this, there are. Uh, Netflix original spinoffs of it, which are also pretty funny. If if you're a fan, like you said, it's a cult following movie. Yeah. Or the you know the rest of it is on Netflix for you to watch. Yeah. Which I enjoyed watching those as well. Just, I th- uh, yeah, especially in context that they made it so many years later, and yeah. like, and then the like people they look completely different, and then they just tried to act the same. Yeah. It was very funny. Uh, yeah. Exactly. W- what did you give this one? Uh, what this did- this was a sixty five. Yeah, no, this is a fifty-one. Okay. Yeah. This is this is around like like we always say it's around the hot rods and all that for me. Yeah, I thought it was. I I upon watching it the other day, I didn't think as many jokes landed. Yeah. Um. Uh. And a lot of some of the other things bothered me. So, uh, yeah, fifty-one for me. Um, kind of right in the middle of the road, but it is does kind of have a cult following to it so do you want to talk scoob first or do you no we'll talk about... dazed and confused first and then uh, we can do scoobs and scoob is the newest newest release yeah so 57 so let me get this up all right day pull the cast up too i have it dazed and confused 1993 uh the coming this coming of age follows the mayhem of a group of rowdy teenagers in Austin, Texas, celebrating the last day of high school in 1976. The graduating class heads for a popular pool hall and joins an impromptu keg party. However, star football player Randall Pink Floyd Randall Point, Pink has promised Floyd. to focus on the championship. Has promised to focus on championship game and abstain from partying. Meanwhile, the incoming freshmen try to avoid being hazed by the seniors. Most notably, the sadistic bully, O'Banion. Oh, God, uh, I hate that. But uh, it says that Randall Pink Floyd in here promised to focus on the championship game. Never promised. Never promised. Never the promised. whole time he's, he's he was very anti. He's, he's he's and it's not just a championship game. It's about the the following. It's about season. the following season, the senior year of high school football in Texas. Yes. Um, and these you know these coaches that. Like, this whole town, that's what it revolves around, and the coaches, that's what it revolves around. So they try and get these kids, who are just trying to have fun... To sign the to, pledge. To, to sign this weird pledge where they will not do anything, otherwise they'll forfeit their right to play in the in the in uh, for them during the season, which... Yeah, you can't you can't do as long as they show up to practice. I mean, it's a high school football team. You're gonna cut the cut. You're gonna cut your star quarterback because he partied during the summer. Yeah. He, even if he shows up the day one and he still got it, if he shows up and they're he's, gonna, yeah, and they're it, gonna. If he shows him. up and he gained fifty pounds and he can't play no more. That's a different. Whatever, story. it's a different story. But 
Um, These guys are so devoted to winning championships. Notables yeah. from the cast, because this is a this is uh, a lot of a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Yeah. But not a lot of big notables. Yeah, for us, we watch this movie a ton. Oh so. yeah, Mila jo- Jovovic. Djokovic. Djokovic. Yeah. Who plays the Resident Evil? Who plays the main character in all, all the Resident Evil movies? Yeah. Uh, Adam Goldberg, who is did uh, Dad was talking about it, Saving Private Ryan. He's in a few other things. Yeah. Uh, we say it was uh fucking I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh my god, O'Banion. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's in it, and then the other one who I'm also blank- blanking on his name. All right, all right, all right. Oh, this is gonna try. I thought crazy. you said you pulled up the cast. Yeah, but they don't show up right here on the main ones. I gotta click another list. Now you got right, me look confused. It, look at, look at. Let's see how far down he, he... He is like... He's not even top 10. He's like the 15th person. Matthew McConaughey. So do you know, actually... Oh, when I go to cast, he's the first person that comes up. What are you on? Just on Google. Oh. See, I'm on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, actually a cool story that I remember hearing was that... Because this is Matthew McConaughey's first role. Yes. When... Um, who directed this one? When uh, Richard Richard Linklater uh, was looking for people, I think, or he wasn't looking, but he was st- he was in the middle of production and getting ready to shoot this movie. Uh, I don't think they had casted this role yet, and I believe he saw Matthew McConaughey just out and about, like no being shit. himself, and was like, "I want you to come play this character in this movie." That's how he got the job, and that's how he. And that's, I mean, that I mean, that kickstarted his career, right? Kickstarted his career right here, Days of Confusion. And there's one other person who was in this who's uncredited, but I saw it in a video one time, and I just had to uh, remember the name, Renee Zellweger. Yes. Plays when they're standing up against the pool hall, and he's doing his whole fucking, you know, what I love about these high school girls. As man. I get older, they as stay I get, the same yeah, age. Yeah. Right before he says, "As I get older, they stay the same age." The girl walks right by. Yeah. That's Renee, Renee Zellweger. Zellweger. Yeah. So. Just uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of people who started out in this movie. Yeah, um, but a lot of no names too who made you know made a living off this movie because this one also has a cult following. Yeah. So um, one of the things, so you know, it's the you know the seniors are going uh, the the this last day of school. The junior now juniors are going into senior year. They're preparing. They're gonna haze the freshmen. Whatever. I mean, I, I, this must have really existed back in the day. I I have no idea. Um, I have no idea about it. Um, a group. You know, they basically focus on uh two one freshman girl, one freshman boy, and their kind of experience with. I think kind of, which which kind of I think brought brought them out of the old way like O'Banion Ben Affleck's character is a is a two time senior now oh yes because he got held back from graduating because he's an idiot and he he's old school kind of mentality just beat the shit out of these freshmen and just fucking have a hate, good have a fucking the, good time beating the, the fuck shit out, out of them. them and be the fucking tough guy yes. whereas Randall Pink Floyd in this um, and there's there's signs of this on the girl side too I just don't know the characters all that well but it's kind of the same thing where Randall Pink Floyd um, when he's he more, was he's more of a laid when, back when he was when he was a and he talks about it he gets Mitch Kramer the the freshman boy and like 
he lets him get hazed and stuff like that, but then he takes him out on the night for a good time to let him show because when he was a freshman, that's what he did. And I think that's people like that is kind of what brought like high school out of that bullying kind of stuff. Yeah. Now it's all online and stuff. Like kids are mean, but they're paddling each other kids, online. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids are mean. I, kids are mean in general, but like the bullying nowadays is no like just There's imagine no what these kids would do if they got their if they got physically beat and nobody did a thing about it. Yeah. Now somebody calls them a fucking stupid fuck online and they go kill fat, themselves. Fat fuck. Yeah, they yeah. go hang themselves like fucking Robin Williams. But that's a whole different story. Whole other story. Mentally uh, weak. Um. You know, and then the, and then you're just kind of previewed to all these different characters um, throughout the movie, and you kind of see, like, if you just if you just think about it on surface level, this is what I really enjoy about this movie. When you think about it on surface level, it's just going to hang out around the town. I don't know if you just gone. It's just a night out on the town. You, I don't know if you just gone and bounced around and talked to people around. Around your neighborhood or whatever, but you meet tons of cool people and tons of interesting way trains of thought, and it really takes you through that on this movie. That you know you get you know you get this aspect, you get this aspect, you get that aspect. It's all the different. It's all the <sighs> different kind of groups of people that you that and you not see. even groups and seeing them intertwine and stuff like that yeah. is such a natural feel. I enjoy this movie because it gives it a supernatural feel. Mm-hmm. feel the, you know, last day of school, somebody's parents are going out of town. That is, he's supposed they're to throw a big party. ass party. Party gets busted. Uh, party gets busted. So they're gonna party at the Moon Tower. Well, at fir- first, it's everybody just go down to the uh, Emporium. Go to the Emporium because they gotta figure out a beer. Bus. Gotta figure out a beer bus. They figure yeah. out the beer bus, and bam, there we go. Uh, party at the Moon party Tower. Party at the Moon Tower. So it's kind of you're kind of watching everybody. Start from, you know, basically far right to far left and every, like, mark in between. Yes. Everybody's start point is there, and then you just see them all converge at one point. Yep. Um, yeah, I... I what, you got anything, um... Like, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just one of my... Probably easily one of my favorite movies. I one talk, of my favorite I, movies I, of all time. I, I, I fucking tell not one of my highest ranked, but one of my favorite movies of all time. I, I I tell everybody I know about this is one movie I will I will preach to the high heavens about. You gotta watch like it. It's 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 a 1993 movie that feels like it could easily be a 19 like it could have taken place in 1970. Yeah, they could have the shot, shot this yeah, thing in 76. The way they told the story was just so convincing. Uh, soundtrack. Oh, one of the best soundtracks Soundtrack, of all time. One of the best, um, and then just the the cool, uh, like like big car guys. Yep. Me more so, but um, the like the the cars and stuff that they brought into this, and the kids drive around. It's so it's so cool and interesting. Yeah. And it's it's a good movie. I mean, whether you're in middle, I I would say probably like. Going into high school is when you should start watching this movie, and it's a movie you could watch forever from then. Yeah. To really understand it, and it's and fucking great, <coughs> great movie. Yeah. No, for sure. Um. So, so what did you give it? I give it an eighty-nine. I gave this movie a ninety-three. Yeah. Ninety-three. Uh, this has got a seven point six on out of ten on IMDb. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and 78% on Metacritic. So it goes up and down yeah. depending. Uh, some critics really like this. Some critics not so much, obviously. Um, you see, but it's <clears throat> it's definitely deserves above an 80, in my opinion. Definitely. Like, easy all day. Um, 
Okay, so that was Days and Confused. Go yes. out and watch that one, man. Absolutely. We're going to talk about a new movie that just released. Scoob. Scoob. Great. Fucking. I love Scooby-Doo. Okay, so yes. Let's... Scoobert Doobert. Let me pull... Let me pull this up real quick. Scoob. Brand new 2020. IMDb gives it 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes 53%. Facebook, for some reason, gives it 4.3 out of 5. Ugh. Let me see. With hundreds of cases solved and adventures shared, Scooby and the gang face their biggest, most challenging mystery ever. A plot to unleash the ghost dog Cerberus. Three-headed. Three-headed yes, dog. I, I, Upon... I know you know. Uh, well, the, the I'm way talking you, to the the way you like looked at me when you said that, I was like, "Does he not think I know what that is?" I looked at my hand, oh. made sure I was putting the right amount of fingers up. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why. I yes. know. <laughs> okay. As they race to stop the global dog apocalypse, the gang discovers that Scoob Scooby has a secret legacy and epic destiny greater than anyone could have imagined. This was released May 15th, so literally just the other day. We yes. rented it for $20. $20 rental. And $20 we got it rental. for what? Two days? Three days? I don't know. It might still be on there. I have no idea how many days I got it for. Yeah. Um, do you have the I cast? Have the, I have the cast. So do the voice cast real quick. So Will Forte as Shaggy. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg as the Blue Falcon. Jason Isaacs as Dick Dastardly. Gina Rodriguez as Velma. Zac Efron as Fred. Amanda Seafried as Daphne. Bug eyes. Nobody, yeah. Every time we say bug eyes, nobody thinks of that. Um, Ken Jong as Dino Mutt. Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Simon Cowell as Simon Cowell. <laughs> I want to talk about that later. Henry Winkler as Keith. I don't even remember who Keith was. Keith? Yes. But uh, I saw Henry Winkler's name. I was Henry like, Winkler as Keith. I'm trying to think of the characters in the movie. Yeah. Isn't... Bike Cop Gary as Kevin Heffernan, who is... Yeah, you're getting into really small roles. Yeah. Um. Okay, so real quick, this is... Like, I don't like the... I don't like the um, synopsis for this one. Because way more than that. Um. I, what, I, what I do enjoy about this movie is it didn't just... A lot of... A lot of what these Scooby-Doo movies and stuff like that is they just go, go solve a mystery, rip somebody's mask off, and figure out who, who was haunting this place. Yes. Which is awesome. I think, I think I mean, that's Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That's Scooby-Doo in the sense of the TV show. Yeah. When you have to do a movie, you have to think out of the box. And I think they did a good job at not only creating a cohesive story that they could follow... But also bringing in and maybe starting what we consider a Hanna-Barbera universe, maybe. Yes. We get more movies out of this. Um, I think the voice cast does not derive from the movie at all. The only one that I was like, wow, was Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. Yeah. But when, again, when, I, when I have to physically stop and go, and go, that's Tracy Morgan! Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, all right. Maybe it's a little bit too much, but it's it's still not bad. And, and it, uh, Captain Caveman played, was in there for maybe like 15, 20 exactly. minutes too, so it wasn't an uh, throughout the movie thing. Either. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I'd love bringing in Dick Dastardly. Yes. And bringing in, uh, Captain Caveman could have, I could have done without, 
but uh, I, I I like the appeal, kind of teasing that they could do a movie with him. So that's cool. And seeing seeing what he looks like in this animation style, the animation style perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to let's start from the beginning of this movie. Um, with the Shaggy Scooby meeting up. Are you sure you want to start with that? Buddy? I'm not gonna cry. Okay. Just I'm talking sure. about it. Just sure. We don't shame I'm movie criers, sh- and I keep getting shamed over here. <laughs> I'm not shaming. Trapdoor to Hell fans, go out there. I am not shaming. And go it. out I'm there and beat the shit it. out of Tyler because he shamed me and laughed at me for crying at the beginning of this movie because Shaggy was very lonely. Okay. <laughs> And he was, he was super lonely, and he was listening to a lonely all podcast. songs all songs that said so well, well, just well, well, all songs about every, being lonely. First of all, the way he used his phone was he clicked on different apps for different decades of music, which was, that's not how that works. It's <laughs> yeah. not how any of this works. And then he just clicks on a podcast that's like a podcast about not having friends. And the first thing I thought was, what is this, this past weekend? Yeah. With Theo Vaughn. If nobody's listened to that, it's, you know, it gets pretty, just like depressed off. But, uh, and then he, you know, he runs into Scooby. They become friends and he becomes his owner or whatever. Um, That part for me, uh, the whole narrative is about Scooby and Shaggy's friendship. So I'm like, okay. That's fine then. I, I thought they when I saw the commercial at the beginning uh, before the movie came out, I originally thought they were just putting in Baby Scoob. I thought it was gonna be. I was thought it was gonna be a whole. But it, most of that movie was gonna. But be it like has that. to be. But the, the, they did a good job making sure that's part of the main overview of this the story, which has a the whole even though it's mainly about Shaggy and Scooby. Um, it has to do with everybody and their friendships together, and, yeah. and, and their relationships, even not as and, and friends, not, and becoming friends, and not even especially just, with the Falcon stuff that we'll yeah, talk and about not even just Mister Inc. either, like you said, with the Blue Falcon and all his stuff, yeah. which also I felt was nice. It wasn't like nonstop Mystery Inc., Scooby and Shag. You know, yeah. the split between them. It also had this third party come in, and you get the emotions towards them too. Exactly. So. um... So then they do they they meet together with Fred Vilma and they solve their first mystery, which is short. It's right to the point. It's got good humor in it. Good yes. good good job. I think it was fantastic, and it it creates a base. And they do a cool montage, almost like the car. They they do a cartoon montage with the song playing in the background. Yeah, like of them busting a lot of like a lot of the old cartoon original villains and stuff like that. So it pays homage to that with and also recognizes and sets it up for the rest of the movie that this isn't going to be that. Yeah. I I think that was a fantastic move by them. If they would have just jumped to like say like put like so many years later and just jumped into the storyline, it would be a little bit different. It would feel kind of heartless. Yeah. Almost like um the live action ones. It would kinda, just feel the live ru- action it would just ones feel kind rushed. of yeah, it's weird. It doesn't feel rushed this way. Yeah. That's a perfect way of saying it. Um, uh, this is where I have issue. Uh, they've been solving mysteries. They don't financially, I guess, gain from it. The mystery machine's a hunk of shit. Um, and so they need, in, quote unquote, investors. Why on earth is Simon Cowell in this movie as an <laughs> investor in, in the... Like, like what? Where did you get this two thousand and eight reference from? Yeah, I don't know what this the Simon been, Cowell this, joke was. Like th- this would have been this would have played so much funnier if, say, 
the mystery the the mystery incorporated goes on Shark, Shark Tank. Tank. I think something like I that. I think that would have been his. I think that would have been way more funny and would have hit better. Yeah, and I think and, and that definitely helps for like. Us, I like. I not trying to say that. I get the reference, but it's like it's like kids it's, don't kids look at that. I don't think kids understand who, who Simon, Simon Cowell, Cowell is. is anymore. And and two, I think it was just a bit to get that Shaggy and Scooby singing uh, "Shallow." Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. Because I get that he invests in stuff, but you know him for making fun of singing. So yeah. why is he investing why in is investing he in, mon- in a mystery, a mystery incorporated? Yeah. That doesn't make. There's a lot of kind of loopholes there. I don't know. I don't understand why they did it. Maybe it was because of the production company that that put this one out. Maybe uh, that they have a deal with Simon Cow or I, I have no idea. It's Warner Brothers, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um. They, you know, basically it's telling them that they don't do anything for the group. Shaggy and Scooby do nothing for the group, and. There's not, you know, and they, Simon Cowell's not going to invest unless Shaggy and Scooby are out because the rest of you three do do important stuff. And then Shaggy and Scooby go bowling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just, getting, they're just like, oh man, this kind of sucks. Which I, I let's like, hit the, let's I, hit the lanes. I like it. They're like, you know what? We need to get away, you know, from everybody. Let's go hit the lanes. I'm like, okay, that's something that I see Shaggy and Scooby really enjoy doing. Shaggy don't watch bowl. You just watch Scooby Bowl, which is fun. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. For me, it brings out a kid laughing. Me like <laughs> Scooby's bowling. Yeah, exactly. That's not a dog thing. <laughs> Dogs don't bowl. Why uh, is the human? They get a, they get attacked by these super cool robots. Robots. Okay, they're super cool, but they're also very miniony. I think that's what brings this. That I think that. So real quick before I keep going, I just want to talk about these because they're Dick Dastardly. We find out they're Dick Dastardly robots, and we know Dick Dastardly of having uh, what's the dog's Wacky. name? Wacky. Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, what's God, the dog's God. name? God, what's his dog's I name? Can't, I can't remember now. Why am I caps lock on? Uh, Muttley, Muttley, yeah. Muttley. Mut- we know of Muttley being uh, Dick Dastardly's assistant, but he has these weird robots instead, and they're very minion-like. Oh, who I forgot to mention is voiced by Billy West. Just don't who? Muttley. Okay. That's, oh, that's like one of the original guys, right? Uh, Don Messick is the is the one who used to do it back then. But yeah, but Billy West Billy does a West bunch does... of... He's like a famous... Billy West does... Everybody in Futurama, he does almost everybody in He's Futurama. He's a famous voiceover guy, Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember from the, there's a voiceover documentary I believe you could watch. I don't know if it's Amazon or Netflix. It's very interesting you watch that. Yeah. But anyway, so I think that's what brings this. So like when we talked about the Simon Cowell stuff, um, like who is that? Like where is this old ass reference for? Where these little robots come in, it brings the, the kids the kids into it. Yeah, they're, it's they're minion-like. kid-like. It's, it's yeah. minion-like. Yeah. Um, Which I don't see a problem with because big fan of minions. I don't have an issue with it at all. Yeah. I think I think you have to look at it as this is a kid's movie. Yeah. And they need stuff that relates. And this is what the kid's like. They love minions. They, you, get, you get shit like that so that you could get funnier like adult bits later on cuz then you get the little kid stuff like yeah. like oh my god they're like minions and then you get you know yeah um Simon Cowell um this is when you know they they get attacked by these robots this is when they you know they escape with help from the Falcon, the Falcon jet which is the Falcon Fury the Falcon Fury that's it Falcon Fury yeah 
Blue Falcon, old um, Hanna Barbera superhero. Uh, we know more famously his dog Dino Mutt. Yes. And then there's a woman that helps them or whatever. I don't know her uh, name. Dee Dee Skies. The, yeah, that's her name. She flies a jet or whatever. The Falcon Fury. But it's not Blue Falcon. So which I enjoy about this is that. that uh, they put the original Blue Falcon into lore, and they make this Brian. Brian! Right? His name is Brian. Yeah, right? yeah. They call him Brian throughout the whole movie. Dino Mutt not happy that that uh, Blue Falcon retired, and that now Brian is kind of like a millennial version, like... Say your dad works on a is a mechanic works on a car and your millennial sits on his phone sits on the phone the whole time and doesn't know how to work. Yes, that's kind of like I don't know how to explain that. In or your dad's a carpenter or your dad anything like that and he asks you for help and you sit there on there and you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, you but, just but don't. you also but you also don't try and learn. You just. It's a weird thing. His his relationship, his thing is so strange. I think the overarching thing of him is that he he's afraid to actually try and step up and be the Blue Falcon. He knows he can't, because be, he his can't dad. be his dad. He knows he and can't, he be, can't his dad. be his dad. He just needs to be him. His, the he best needs to be his own himself. Blue Falcon. The best version of himself. Yes. Is basically. That's uh, his dilemma. That's uh, his moral dilemma. When we first started this, uh, when we first heard him, couldn't figure out who that voice was. I could have sworn it was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, it sounded more it Bradley sounded, Cooper, and then we realized it was Mark Wahlberg. A couple times he let the let the accent slip just out. a little bit, but, but um, it, very good. I mean, nothing too bad. Definitely couldn't tell it was Wahlberg because he wasn't uh, saying "Go socks." Yeah. You know. Then we get a ton of exposition. We basically get the exposition that sets up the final act of this movie. Uh, Dick Dastardly's trying to bring back this. Uh, what was the name of that dog? The Cipher. The Severus, 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 three-headed dog. It has to tie with ancient Greek mythology. Yes, Greek mythology or something like that. Um, uh, Scoobies of a of a of a fantastic lineage. Great uh, bloodline. Great bloodline. Apparently, he, he was best friends with the the ruler of the time. I can't remember. I know. I was trying to find it while you were going over. Yeah, I can't figure it. it. Whatever. It's not not a big, big importance. Uh, but he was his best friend who basically set up this whole thing where they they created a portal to the underworld where Severus could come in and out, and then he stored all his gold there or whatever. Dick Dastardly is trying to collect all three of the skulls of the Severus to and and collect Scoob so he can unlock the Severus and get the gold. Um, he has one of them. He's looking for the other two, so they kind of go into an action sequence. Uh, meanwhile, Mystery Inc. is trying to solve what happened to Sc Scooby and Shaggy, uh, so they're running all over the place for him. Super exposition. There's little jokes here and there. Not much really happens. Yeah. Um, then we find out after the... Um, Mystery Incorporated at one point gets gets captured by Dick Dastardly, kind of escapes. Uh, Daphne helps one of the one of the minion robots that he got put his head pulled off, and put a dustpan on. Funny, funny, funny moment, funny, funny moment. Um, and they find out that he's got a shrine to Muttley, like the dog. Maybe the dog died or whatever. Come to find out, Muttley he he opened the a portal, a portal to go. 
get this gold. A very funny moment. I thought it was one of the funniest moments. And he's like telling the Mr. Ink that, oh, my Muttley, he wanted to go in so he bad. Just, he just he kept forcing resist, my hand to go. He couldn't resist the gold. And it's like, they're showing And the him. flashback at the same and time, he's like, he's like get Muttley the fuck in there, in. Muttley. Yeah, it's very funny. Yes. Very funny. So we get what's going on. Not only is he... Is he trying to get this gold and all this stuff? He wants money. He's trying back. to bring his friend back. Yes. Big friendship movie. Um, he ends up getting all three skulls. The third and final skull being on uh, Caveman Captain Island. Caveman's Cave- planet, wherever the fuck it is. Uh, Messick, it's, Messick Mountain? Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a it's almost like... Uh, wait, where's, where's Black Panther? Uh, Wakanda. Yeah, it's almost like a Wakanda thing. Like, yeah. You don't know this exists until you fly through it and you're like, holy shit, where the hell am I at? Um, Just like third Black Path and Panther reference we've made this. Yeah, this I don't. Well, we talked about Chadwick Boseman. Yes. So, end all be all here. They get the. Uh, uh, he gets all the skulls, releases this, you know. Scoob and Scoob. Oh, I forgot to mention that Scoob and Shag. Uh, Shag gets very jealous of Scooby because Scooby's got this lineage that that he's so important, and everybody starts to take take a look at him. And well, everybody cared more about Scooby than they did Shag. And they always kind of throw Shaggy to the wind and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Mister Ings finding out that they really do need them for a bunch of stuff. They always accidentally uncover secrets. They always know when it's time to eat because they get hangry. Yeah. Like little stuff. Like I said, tons of exposition. Towards the end, uh, there you know, uh, Dick Dastardly gets Muttley back. <laughs> Very funny moment. Scoob, Scoob and Shag reconcile. They fight uh, Blue Falcon, Brian Blue Falcon, yes. uh, and um, and Dynamut come to terms and 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 fight off the Severus. He basically and, used Scooby and Shaggy fighting off Severus. He's like, "Look at these guys. They're yeah. they're they're fearless out there. They yeah. know they, you know they don't have these superpowers. They're just out there fighting for each other, basically." And he yeah. goes, you, "You know, you you could do that too. You don't have to live up to your dad's name." It, it was a name, fan, it was a fantastic thing, and and so Good they mom. fight them off, and then they have to realize that uh, that Scooby and Shaggy, because of the lineage, could and because of their friendship, could close the door, the portal, or whatever. And they do that, and then we think Shaggy's trapped forever. I don't care to spoil this, but he's not. He comes yeah, back two seconds later. I don't like, care to spoil this, although we just told you the entire plot of the movie. Yeah, um, yeah, I kind of well, and like it does good for me because there's a lot of stuff I would yeah, miss no, if I just uh, openly talk about it. Um, yeah, the, they the they pulled the, they pulled the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, on us. Just, it was like just, it was like no, Shaggy's gonna be trapped forever. And then literally like five yeah. seconds later, it's like oh, Shaggy, there you are, pal. Very touching, very fun, good and uh, good voice cast. Uh, any other no? Uh, any so other apparently, you want to hit on? So this? apparently, we missed an after credit scene. I didn't think there was one, but apparently oh, no there is. Uh, the mystery gang. Uh, I'm reading it here. The mystery gang's popularity rises, and they are seen consulting Doctor Benton Quest. Don't know who that is. Doctor Quest. That's an old. Is that another old? I, another I assume old it's Hannah an old Bar- Hanna Barbera thing. Yeah, Hanna uh, Barbera. Hanna Barbera. Uh, Brian. Brian forms uh, the Falcon Force with the new members: Captain Caveman, Jabberjaw, Adam Ant, and Grape Ape. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, we missed that. 
I'm, after this, we gotta we'll have check. To, we'll have to find it. See if I can still watch it because and that's then, ridiculous. And then Muttley breaks dastardly out of prison. So we missed that in the credits. Okay, we'll have to watch. I don't know why we didn't think that there would be one. I didn't. I didn't even think. You that know one. what? Too. I remember at the end of that movie going, "Am I uh, like well, I'm about will- to?" I was about to say it, and then I was like, "Nah, I don't think there's gonna be it." Well, we we watched like after the credits to where it went black. Yeah. And then nothing happened. We were like. All right, there's no after credit scene. They were getting ready to show the full credits, and we we're like, yeah. "Nah, there's probably nothing. If they That's would do right. it, they would, you know, put it there." But nope. Okay, so we'll have to try and watch that because I missed that. I love Jabberjaw. Yeah, Jabberjaw's awesome, big ass shark. Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. Yeah, I, just, uh, I forgot. I was gonna show you, or I, mean, I can't really show you because I can't turn my laptop around. Yeah. Put it, Doctor Quest. It'll I, I know. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking at it. Um. Uh, no, I mean it was a great. It was a fun movie. It's. Great kids movie too. The, the 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 soundtrack to this is strange. Doesn't really have a place. I think this could have done better without having a okay. soundtrack and more of just a like a composed. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. Um, I do like where they set this place in time. I do like how, what they did with that. A uh, lot of good things. Love the animation style. Um, anything else I'm missing? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we've pretty much gone over... We hit the, pretty much all the points. Yeah. Um, this one I gave a... Do we do our... Yeah, we did our scores for... Uh, Days and Confused, Days and yeah. Confused, yeah. This one I gave... Fuck, come on, come up. This one I gave a 78. Oh, okay, I'm right. A 77. Yeah, 78. Just, it's just, I give it the same score as Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be... I, I thought it was pretty much very similar yeah, in that way. That's what I gave Sonic. I think I was right around... Yeah, I think too. you were lower. I might have. I think I ranked Sonic higher. I think you did. Yeah, I put Sonic at a 67. So exactly. yeah, yeah, I, I did like this better than Sonic. Yeah, I liked it about the same. Okay. But uh, yeah, so there's our Scoob review. Um, if we still have it, if, if if it's still on there, I say it's it's definitely worth that 20 bucks. Especially if you have kids. If you don't have kids, you can wait. No. Oh, wait, yeah, no. wait a little while and rent it when it's like unless, five bucks. Unless you're a very big Scoob fan, then... It's it's good enough to where you'd want. Yeah, to see if it. you got the money, why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh. All right, so let's go into. We got our top ten list. So last week we talked about. Um, last week we talked about Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two coming out for re-release, um, updated version for the PlayStation. And Xbox and all that stuff. So we decided this week to do a ranking of our top 10 video games from the 2000s. From 2000 to 2010. Um, Yeah, so let's... uh, Do you have any honorable mentions? I I have quite a few honorable uh, mentions. Okay. Um, But I I don't know if you want to save that for like right before number one. Let's save it for the Because I'm sure there's going to be stuff that you might say on your list that you forgot, that I forgot about and vice versa. Yeah. Let me get to my list real quick. I'm going to change that actually. Yeah. I found a couple clips here on Scoob. What do you mean? The actors after credits. Oh, scene. can you watch it online? Yeah, it's on YouTube. And then uh, there's also a comparison 
from the intro to the old Scooby Doo Where Are You show and that montage. Oh, yeah, let's watch it. We'll watch it after. After, this. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's start with uh, your no- your number ten on the list. My number ten is Batman: Arkham Asylum, which I played on the Xbox 360, which came out in 2009. Pretty much reinvented how fighting, like action games, their fight, how they fight nowadays. Um, got me really into Batman too. I mean, I was a ba- I was a Batman fan watching like. Batman Begins and uh, the the Dark Knight, but playing these video games got me more uh, knowledge into Batman and his villains and all that fun stuff. Great, great video game, and uh, I think they made like three games after or something like that. And it's a great, great playthrough, great storyline, just awesome, awesome graphics, great, great game. Uh, never played it. Yeah, I figured you didn't. Never played it. I figured a lot of these older, you know, newer ones are one. Ah, that's probably the only one you never played, honestly. Okay, so my number 10 is Slugfest 2006. Um, super cool baseball game. I love these old 2000s, early 2000s uh, sports games because they were off the wall. You're not just playing regular gameplay. Slugfest, you get hot. You hit fucking balls that are on fire. You can rage, punch fight, pe- punch people off bases, punch people and off shit. bases, rage, fight. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can literally Johnny Storm flame on. Yeah. Um, there's tons of cool stuff in this game, and I think it was, it was super fun just for game gameplay wise to play with your boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it it was more fun than just playing a regular sports game. Yeah, for sure. Um. My number nine is Spider-Man 2, which was the PS2 in 2000, released in 2004. I mean, probably the best Spider-Man game that they ever invented. The graphics were fucking off the chain. Another great storyline, which kind of built off of the second Spider-Man 2 movie. I'm just fucking fan. So much fun going around. And the, I think this is... Uh, first time you could double web sling and kind of control how you web sling around the city. Just great, great times. Great yeah. times playing that game. Then again, <laughs> don't. Really you definitely def- definitely played that. We had that game forever. Is that the one for the PlayStation Two? Yes. I didn't play it that much. Ah. I wasn't a big fan of. Not a big Spider-Man fan. Well, I wasn't a huge fan of like long story games. There's only a few on here that I have. Yeah. Um. My number nine here on the long same vein as my number ten is NFL The Street. This released in two thousand and four. So the original. Yeah, the first one. Oh, nice. I don't remember playing any others. Was there number two? Oh yeah. Number two is when you could like run up the walls and. Oh, was like, that the one? Uh huh. Where right, you could let do me, wall catches. Okay, and stuff like let that. me let me adjust then and go to number two because I, I I thought they were available in the first one and the second one. No. Okay, number two, they really stepped up the gameplay. Yes. It's the same game, very fun, super cool game modes. You know, uh, the tackle, smear the queer. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> tackle the homosexual. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that was super fun gameplay. Uh, I very much enjoyed that one. Uh, cool, cool. I mean, like Ricky Williams was a part of that game. Exhibit. Ricky Williams was on the first one. Yeah, you get like exhibit. exhibit the dude, was the unlockable. players look tough. Warren Sapp was bitching as shit. Yeah, it was that. It, that was that was another fun one. Uh, my number eight kind of follows along that same uh, 
game type, mine is actually NBA Street Volume 2. <laughs> NBA Street Volume 2 was the shit, dude. I could sit there and play that fucking game for hours. The amount of different uh, moves you could do, your creative player, the different parks that they had, just fucking awesome. Awesome gameplay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was released in 2003. Yeah, we may uh, have to talk about that one later. <laughs> okay. My number eight is Super Smash Brothers Melee 2001, released for the GameCube. Uh, this was my introduction into Super Smash Brothers. I did not have it for the 1999 version. Um, and we'd play this fucking thing for hours on the GameCube. Uh, such a fun game. So, like, I love that they had so many characters to, from Mario to uh, some of the other um, Nintendo suit, like Link, Link, uh, Kirby, um, Fox, what's his name? The Fox guy, Falcon. There, I mean, list goes on and on. Uh, yeah. It was super fun. It was basically like having an arcade, an arcade version fighter in your own home. Yes. That was more relatable to me as my youth because not wasn't big Marvel guy back then. Didn't really know much about it. And like Mar Marvel vs. Capcom, fun to play when you go to, to the arcade. But I didn't really know Couldn't much get about it at it home. At home. Yeah. And uh, as a kid, Super Smash Brothers Melee was the one of the best. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my number seven is Left for Dead Two, which you'll see. I have quite a few sequels out here. But, oh, I forgot one. Uh, Left for Dead Two came out in two thousand nine. Used to play that on the Xbox three sixty. The the amount. I didn't even think while we're on it. I didn't put this on my list, but I'll talk about it. Uh, Gears of War Two was for the Xbox three sixty. I forgot to put that on my list. I love that game. Yeah, those are those are pretty much those were kind of around the same for me. Uh, Left for Dead, though, I mean, you could get your buddies together. You, you got, I think it was like four different characters are going through and basically trying to survive this zombie apocalypse. Yeah. You get your buddies together, you all get a different character, you just go around and fuck up, it's a it's fuck a up zombies. It's a video game version of George Romero's uh, Night of the Living Dead Day of 2. The dead. No, but, so is Night of the Living Dead Day Dawn of the, of the Dead? or Day No. Is it Day or Dawn? I think they make three of them. I think, yeah, yeah, I no, think no, it's no. Dawn and then Day. Yeah, I'm trying to think of which one is the one. I think it's Day of the Dead. Yeah. I think it's Day of the Dead. Where you just go, you're just going around. In the fucking, mall. Yeah. It's oh, yeah, yeah. In the mall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so, yeah, it's basically a video game version of that. Pretty much, exactly. That sums it up. Sums it up perfectly. Just grew hours and hours of fun gameplay. And then figuring out that you could play online after a certain amount of time, I was like, that is even fucking cooler. Yeah. Yeah. My number seven, Tony Hawk Pro Skater American Wasteland, 2005. <laughs> um, this game, I mean, tons of, like, I love the all the different levels kind of reminded me of Grand Theft Auto, how you can flow from one part one part of the map to the other part of the map, mm -hmm. which was different than the other Tony Hawk games. Uh, tons of different cool di designs and cool stuff you can do in free play mode. And the story mode was fun and cool. Um... Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed Tony Hawk Pro Skater. All the Tony Hawks, too, have fan, like the best freaking soundtracks of all time. Yes. You get lost. You don't even realize. Like When you listen to a CD in your car, you can listen maybe once or twice, maybe even three times if it's a good CD. And you go, I've had this thing on for three times. You can play that game for hours on hours and hours and not realize you're listening to the same, same 15 songs. Yeah, yeah, you're just jamming out to the same songs. And you have more. no idea. Yeah, exactly. So that's why that's on my list. Yeah. Uh, number six for me is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 
2009. I mean, probably easily the best Call of Duty game that was ever made. Besides now, I think. Besides, well, I think, yeah. I think right now with Warzone and I, what, yeah. what is what is, what is mod, it's Modern Warfare, right? Uh huh. Um, but not only not only did they have a great storyline with the campaign mode and all that, super fun, super fun to play through, but. The multiplayer, they kind of, they really stepped up the game from Modern Warfare. The original one was a classic. This one just kind of pushed it over that edge of superstardom. Yeah. No, so the original Modern Warfare, I think, was was inter was good introductory onto what what the what the what the spectrum of these modern of these Call of Duty games could, could be. be, and then Modern Warfare Two kind of blew the doors off of it, especially in the mod uh, in the multiplayer mode. Yes. It's just a fucking great, great fucking shooter game. We may have to talk about that one later. <laughs> I assume those are higher on your list then. Number six for me is Madden 2004. You may know this as the, the, Mike Vick, the Michael Vick Madden. The Mike Vick Madden. Uh, that, because of the absolute... If you played with the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> in this game, you were unbeatable. Mm -hmm. I mean, Michael Vick, this is like for like... Older people, this is like that Tecmo Bowl. If you play with Bo Jackson, same idea. This motherfucker was unstoppable. It made the game such a fucking blast. Bring back the little highlight thing, the precision passing that they used to do. You remember that shit from those games? I have to. I don't know. That shit was that. That was fun to do. I don't know. I was like, and so I. I mean, I was thinking about it, and I think Madden need deserves to be on this list at some point. Because Madden is like one of, especially for sports games, Madden has always pushed the limit on what you can do, and the games now are even better than before. But you have to pick. I think you have to pick one, uh, just for the amount of fun it was to play with Michael Vick. Yeah. This pushes this. This makes I put it on the list because of that. Alrighty, my number five is Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, what a what a hitter. what a hitter right there, dude. I mean, Kate. Uh, I mean, just one of the most iconic games. When you think of, when I think of gaming in the 2000s, I always think of fucking the Simpsons game. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Fuck, man. I, just I, love, I, I don't I think love. it. I still don't think it would make my list. But uh, that was a, such a fun game. Yeah, it was one it of was the first just, games. It was just Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver, uh, uh, Crazy Taxi, but Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where are we at? Number five. Uh, my number five. Number five. Blitz the League, 2005. Fuck. God, that's one. That's got to go on my honorables. Blitz the league, two thousand five. Uh, this is like along the same lines as the street games we're talking about: NBA Street and NFL Street. But but this is foot and Slugfest. Like the gameplay was such a fucking cool concept. The only thing that I don't, I I'm I'm upset that the game would. I mean, it would have been so much better if they could have had NFL licensing. Yeah, this. you get some real players in But there. I mean, the you tackle people, you break their bones, they do x-ray modes. That, that, like like you can rupture people's scrotums. You and can shit. you can choose to yeah, when you go to the sideline, you can choose to like have the player come out of the game or shoot him with steroids. Like it was just like an over exaggerated version of what a tough guy what a, what a weak person like a what a nerd guy would think football is like. And it was so much fun to fucking play. You just, fractured your dude's legs and they're like, Alright, time to snap it into place yeah, on the snap field. Snap it back and give little. him steroids. He should be good for about a quarter. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was super dude. fun and cool. Yeah, I'm just upset that you didn't have the didn't, I'm, a, I'm didn't, upset didn't, that I didn't, didn't put that have, up. 
I used to fucking put that. I used to play that shit all the time. That and then they did the the second one on Xbox, and I used to play that one too. That was yeah, I didn't play that one. Okay, my number four, GTA San Andreas. Oh, I never put a Grand Theft Auto on here. Damn Dude, it. Dude, you didn't put a GTA, man. Yeah, well, I would have put, put Grand Theft Auto 5, but somebody broke mine. GTA, never you mean, forget. You mean GTA 4? GTA 4 or 5? 4. Sure? Mm-hmm. 4. Somebody broke my GTA 4. I remember. Never forget. Never forget. Yeah, um... GTA San Andreas, I mean... I liked 4 better than San Andreas. It's got one of the most iconic storylines of all time. I mean, I think they put they it, it was a jump up from Vice City. GTA Three and Vice City, and just a fucking great game. It speaks for itself. Go well, on, it open. I think like that as I think of that as the opening to like Modern Warfare to Modern Warfare Two, where they opened up the world building and stuff with like GTA that 3. with with no with. San Andreas, they open up like how cool this world can be oh, and yeah. with the storyline and the free play, and then GTA four just blew the fucking doors off of it. Yeah. Um that I'm upset that's not on here, but uh oh well. Number four for me is where NBA Street Volume Two comes in. Classic. Oh uh, yeah, I mean the just the the fact that you, like they had the licensing for these players, you play with rappers, you play with old street legends. The yes. courts were fantastic. Everywhere you could play, soundtrack super fucking cool. Um, Announcers were funny as shit. They didn't get like annoying like some of them do. Not yeah. too, not too repetitive. They're repetitive, but not too repetitive. I remember this being one of those games where, um, like, yeah, like like you're thinking like. When you think of like old school MLB the shows or anything like that, like the announcers say the same shit over and over again. It's just this game did a good job at not repeating itself. Um, yeah, I think it was absolutely fun to play and you, you know play with your friends stuff like that. It was a good game. Absolutely. So we are on number three now. Number yeah. three is where Super Smash Brothers Melee comes in. Like you said, just bring bring that arcade like style. To your home with your buddies at home. You don't have to, you know, spend quarters on it every time you want to play. Just anytime you can put it on. You can play against the computer. I think you're gonna be upset that you missed this next one that I put on my list. Okay, what is the next one that you put on? Backyard your list? baseball. Fuck. You, you didn't even didn't even put it on his list. Backyard baseball is Fuck. number three on the list. I know the first one came out in like '97 or something like that for the PC. I had the one. We had the one for the GameCube that came out in like two thousand and two. No, it was like oh three because it, it was uh, a Rod on the Rangers. Yeah, uh, but I mean, or on the Mariners. It was super cool. Rangers, Mariners. Uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. I can't remember. Uh, I love. So I just put all of them on here because I know they did like updated versions and stuff like that. Backyard baseball was the shit. Pablo Sanchez is the goat. Yes, is the goat. Not goat. Absolutely. He's not the goat. He's the goat. He's the goat. And that game was so much fucking fun to play over and over again. God, I All baseball fans are great. God, I fucking hate myself. That's the best baseball game ever invented. Yeah. My number two, Guitar Hero. It was very hard for me to distinguish which one. Oh, because my number two, I have a distinguished one. I'm going to guess yours is number two. Yeah, dude. How did it know? Because you love that one. Yeah. Mine is kind of controversial, though. Mine is World Tour. Because it opened up, it had so many more songs on it, and this is the first time you got, like, 
drums, mic. You got a whole band. Yeah, but Rock Band time. did that. Yeah, but Rock Band did it. Put Rock Band on your list. Rock Band did it, but I was always more of a Guitar Hero person. So you just putting Guitar Hero. Yeah, we were Guitar Hero people. We yeah. weren't Rock Band. There's two different types of people. There's Rock Band people. There's Guitar Hero people. We were Guitar Hero people. We were Guitar Hero people, Amen. and that's why I say Guitar Hero too. I mean, I, I, I even I them. even did this just to, just the like this is some. I'm not even gonna read all of the all the uh, list. Bad Reputation, Thin Lizzy, Beast and the Harlot, Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, carry, uh, carry on my wayward son, Kansas Cherry Pie Warrant, Crazy on You Heart, Free Bird, mm-hmm. Hangar 18, Megadeth, Heart Shaped Box, Nirvana, Institutionalized Suicide Tendencies, yeah, John the Fisherman, Primates, Killing in the Name of Rage Against the Machine, Lay to Rest, Lamb of God, Madhouse, Anthrax, Message in a Bottle of Police, Monkey Wretch, Foo Fighters, Mother Dan, like the list goes on, and shout out the Devil Motley Crew. Surrender, cheap trick, sweet child of mine. Yeah, them yeah. bones like the trooper, war pigs. You really got me, Van Halen. Why was he? Wrong? I mean, the list goes. The when you play that one on story mode, that's one you always go back to. You go back to it and go back every to every time. This movie, this was so good that when you go to an arcade, when you go to an arcade, this is most of the songs on that arcade machine are these songs. Yes. Yes, for absolutely. a reason. This for a is... reason, it's it's one. It had probably the best set list out of any Guitar yeah. Hero game. It didn't have as much as World Tour. They opened it up for World, World Tour and World stuff like Tour that. World Tour had so many songs. Yeah, on. and like I, I would probably put like uh, see Metallica like for Metallica me, as had a huge a Metall- of... as a huge Metallica fan, and the fact that they did it and just put like every single Metallica song on there that, that wasn't from Load, Reload, and St. Anger. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but they put everything on there. I love that game. But this one, for the difference, and, uh, uh, yeah, no, it was very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very fun. Always go back and play guitar. Always. Always. All right. My number one. Yeah. Tony Hawk Underground. This is uh, Tony Hawk Underground. The first Tony Hawk Underground is probably my favorite Tony Hawk game that was ever invented. I mean, the playability of the story. I've probably played that whole game 45 different times all the way through. Just so much fun. You know, there's so much you could do. Um, just over the... Uh, just so oh, Fuck, man. I, I stumble over my words just because how much I love this fucking game, basically. One everybody should go out and play. Yeah, it was um, that was a two thousand three release. I feel like Underground and Underground Two, kind of did did uh open the gates for American Wasteland for me. See, I I always thought Underground Two was better, till I played it recently and I realized the controls were very fucked up. What do you mean? It would just go on its like I never re- I didn't realize it just goes on its own. Oh, I do. Underground 2, it had some of the fun, funner had, story was, modes and stuff like that. Underground though. 2 had fun story modes like that. Controls and like, and different characters and stuff like that. Bear, very, Mar- Bear very Margera. Inter- yeah, very fucking... uh, interactive stuff. Yeah. 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 That, that would be one that I would uh, maybe I would maybe put Underground 2 in instead of uh, American Wasteland. But I, I think, like you said, I think the controls were weird and not as good and not fine-tuned in yes. American Wasteland. It was. Travis All right. is number one. My number one is Modern Warfare 2. 
Oh yeah, I didn't think. About I that. mean, come on now. Uh, uh, I don't know how it's hours and hours of fun. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier, so I don't. Ugh, Gary, I'm yawning. Yep. Um, there you go, Gary. That was for you. Um, yeah, I don't really think I need to go into too further. Fun, fun blast of a game. Uh, we talked about the, you know, the stuff that it introduced. All right. So, what are some honorable mentions you had? Uh, well, obviously, Gears of War. I kind of missed on. Yeah, I put Gears of War too. I did head. have um, the Mario Sports. Um, they did Mario Baseball, Mario Tennis, and stuff like that. That stuff was super fun. And Mario Parties. Mario Parties. Nintendo were good. did a very good job when Mario the Mario Kart Double Dash. When was the GameCube, when the GameCube came out, they released a ton of good Mario video games. They've always done a good job. And yeah. they get they stick to an idea of keep it simple and just use the IP and and keep the gameplay flow. Yeah. And so it was good. Yeah, Mario Parties were good. Um trying to think. Oh, Naughty Bear. Big miss on Naughty Bear. I thought Bear. that was gonna so when I was making my list, I was like, I'm not gonna put it on mine because I know Travis will put it on it. Naughty his. Bear was a miss. Uh, you know what? Uh, that game was difficult too. Oh I, yeah. I didn't get very far in that game. But just the concept of no, the that game. No, that game's not one of the best. But it's that, a, it's a fucking concept fantastic concept. Yeah. Uh, Naughty Bear was a game where you were a bad Naughty teddy bear. bear. Basically, you're a serial killer teddy bear, and you have to go around and Jason Voorhees, the rest, the, the all these teddy bears. Yes. It's very, very fun. Very cool for a little bit. Then we didn't realize that gameplay is pretty hard, and there's no real point. Yeah. You kind of get tired of it. Um... I had NFL Street 2 on my honorable mentions. I had that on my list. The SpongeBob movie video game. No. Classic. No. True Crime Streets of LA. Oh, that was a good that game. That was a fucking good yeah. one. Never played the New York one, though. Didn't really give a shit. No. Cared more about the LA one. Uh, like you said, Slugfest, Blitz the League, Backyard Baseball. And one you didn't play, but is a really good one, Red Dead Redemption, which was fucking so much fun for the PS3. Just a fucking cowboy. It was like GTA. It was like GTA, but I know, I, in the Midwest. Yeah. Or in the Old West, sorry. Not Midwest. Yeah, I know what the game is, but... I'm explaining it to the people out there. In case they didn't know. There's a lot of good video games. I think I want to buy a, a Nintendo Switch. I think that's going to be my next purchase. Yeah, I'm good. I bought a PlayStation. PlayStation. Then I'm going to stab. <laughs> Yeah, especially if these fucking Modern Warfare servers don't work. Fix the fucking servers, Activision. Infinity Ward. And stop putting me with the pros. I'm only I'm better than the shitty guys, but I'm not as good as these pros, all right? Put me in the middle, please. <laughs> Find some middle ground for us. We're try we want to have some competition, but not too much competition. When we got on yesterday for a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Me, Ty Gundy, your boy Hardy, um, to run some trios... I think because of the new, we had a new uh, update that they reset the what do they call that? Skill based Play, skill, skill based matchmaking. Because uh, the first two we got first place. The first one we got first place very easily. The second one we got second place. The only reason we got second place was because of the internet or the servers, whichever one lagged Travis lagged out. me out right at the end. We probably could have won that one too. After that, went very much downhill. 
Yes. We, I don't even think we, we touched we couldn't get, the top We ten. couldn't even get loadout drops. We couldn't get freaking contracts. Yeah. Put me back where I belong. Not at the bottom. I don't need to win easy. No. I want some sort of a challenge. In the middle, man. But I don't want to be facing these professionals and, you know, to the point where I'm just getting fucking beamed by, yeah. by people 100 meters away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that good. Not yeah. that good. Uh, Nicole, if you're listening out there, uh, please get Josh an Xbox for fa- early Father's Day present. I was told to tell you this by Josh himself. Why does he want an Xbox? Tell him to get a PlayStation. Uh, you see, he's always been an Xbox person, he said, but he wants to play, he wants the new Call of Duty. So, <laughs> oh, get on with us. That's what I said. I, te- I posted it on Facebook. I was like, gotta get on the modern warfare with us. We'll, we'll get you some Warzone victories. And he said, hopefully Nicole will get him one for early Father's Day present. So, Nicole, if you're listening, early Father's Day present. Um, I want for Father's Day, <laughs> I want peace and goddamn quiet on his <laughs> <laughs> this oh, this is gonna be Travis's first Father's Day. Yep, I'm so excited. Uh, I'm gonna ball you out, dog. Don't do nothing. <laughs> oh, don't do buddy, nothing. thanks for planting that seed in my head because I didn't even think about it. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> well, all right then. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, I got. I'm. I need a snack. It's almost fucking dinner It's almost night. time for you. I don't know what I'm going to do. To go to work. I don't go to work tonight. What? I work four tens. You've only worked two days this week. Yeah, and then I go to work Thursday and Friday night. Wait, so your your off days are... My off days are still are Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesday. Okay. I didn't know Wednesday was in there. Okay. Yeah, I work four tens. Okay, I just figured it was going to be... Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then you're going to just have Friday, Fuck, Saturday, I Sunday. Wish. I wish they don't. Yeah, so you won't see your boy Guzzler out partying on Friday nights anymore. Oh, no. Catch me on Saturdays, blood. Oh, no. Travis won't be partying Friday nights. Oh, no. I mean, if you count Saturday morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> that's my Friday night. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, all right. That's it for this week. Catch us next week. Um, Do we review. have anything new coming out um, that we can we can let them know? I don't think it's either this Friday or next Friday is Uncut Gems. Not sure. We'll probably if if it's this Friday, we'll put. We some already out. reviewed it though. No, I'm just talking about. Did for, we do a full review on that? Yes. Okay. Um, but we still got to watch. Sadly, we still got to watch the wrong Missy. Ugh. Um. But other than Do that, we have to watch that movie. Yes, Travis, we have to. I don't think anybody. So I talked. So I asked Hardy. Hardy asked, or Hardy asked us if we watched it yet, or me if we watched it yet. And I said no. He said it wasn't as bad as we think it's gonna be. He said it's a typical Adam Sandler movie. David Spade isn't the funny guy in this one. He plays more of a serious character, and like Tommy Boy, kind of. And he said it's gonna. It, it, You'll get some laughs in it. It's not going to be great, but he said it's not as bad as you think. I think I'm going to hate it. Well, don't go in with the hateful mindset. Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Bye. I kissed her, she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? 
my head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head Like the fellow once said, ain't that a kick in the head The sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. She's telling me we'll be wet. She's picked out a king-size bed. I couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick Tell me quick Oh, ain't love a kick <laughs> 